your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast. I am Mike DiStefano, the host of the Locked On Leafs podcast from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. You can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show while you're at it at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and review as well. That truly does help me out quite a bit as I try and grow this thing. So that would be much, much appreciated, of course. Share the content as well. That would be great. Uh, Man, Leafs coming out with a massive win against the Oilers. 6-1. Leafs decimate Edmonton. Outscored them 13-1 in the three-game series. And they all really had a similar pattern. Like, the Oilers came out strong to start the game the first five minutes or so. Toronto weathers the storm. The goaltenders were were strong. Had to make some some, some decent saves. And then... Took control midway in the first period, scored a couple early goals, took a lead, never looked back. It was like clockwork each and every game, and it happened once again uh, tonight. And, you know, really this game this game was over in the second period when the Leafs scored those three goals in four minutes and five seconds. He had VC scoring his second of the night, uh, JT getting a, a goal on the power play, and then Ilya Mikheyev also getting himself uh, on the board tonight. And Edmonton scored once after that, but then Nylander and, Hull, uh, and Hyman also added to to the, the already large lead that the Leafs had. And uh, 6-1 was your final, so that's kind of how we got there. But, you know, a couple of uh, big things to kind of pull from this game and, and from the series as a whole, I guess, as now we can kind of just dissect it as, as a full three-game series. They were able to win it with three different goaltenders, right? He had... Jack Campbell come in on Saturday night, shutout. Michael Hutchinson come in on Monday night, shutout. Freddie Anderson comes back from an injury and only allows one goal. A near-perfect game out of him. Like, this was a a great, great win. A big-time win. A complete game from all four lines, all three pairings, and the man between the pipes was near-perfect, clean on the penalty front, not a single uh, power play given up while also drawing five power plays on the night, scoring two of them. Scored on two of the five power plays and didn't give up a single one. All around, a great night for the Maple Leafs as they beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-1. And I don't think that we have ever seen um, McDavid and Dreisaitl limited like we have in this series. They couldn't get anything going. Toronto did a great job shutting him down. TJ Brody deserves a lot of credit for what he's been able to do as well. Um, you know, he, he he's not somebody who is super flashy, but like he just he, he just gets the job done, and he doesn't come up a lot because he doesn't speak in media, you know. But he just goes out there and just does his job, and he's done a terrific, terrific job over the last few games, um, really limiting both McDavid and Drysital. They had just one assist in the three games. That's it. One assist between the two of them and a minus six. So 
<laughs> they really, really, really struggled. And the the Maple Leafs as a team, it wasn't just wasn't just you know Riley and and Brody or Muzzin and Hall when they had to go up against these guys as well. Uh, it was just a team effort. The whole team bought in. Uh, they're playing a, an extremely balanced game right now where. You know they're they're buying in defensively. They're they're back checking hard. They're they're competing against the cycle. They're going into the corners, fighting for loose pucks, fighting for positioning in front of the net. Um, not allowing guys to 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 get into the slot, get into the high danger chances, keeping everything to the outside. Really, it's it's just it's beautiful to watch. It's great to see. I don't know. Some people were saying it was boring hockey. I, I've enjoyed watching the Leafs the last couple of games. Uh, I, I really have. And then tonight especially, you know, you you had the great defense, the great buy-in defensively as a team, but then you also saw the offense break out uh, in this one, and, and it was awesome. Like, one of, the, one of the best games I think the Leafs have played this season. Truly a, a near 60-minute effort. And, and the strange part about this series isn't even so much that you know, their, their, their big guns were, were going like Matthews only played in one of these games and, and he didn't score tonight. Didn't even get on the, on the score sheet actually went pointless. Marner didn't score a goal. Um, obviously Hyman has been unreal. Uh, Nylander has been great. He scored, I think in three straight games. I think he had a goal in each of these games, but really the bottom six, the depth scoring, out of the Maple Leafs in this series has been terrific. And tonight you really saw it come to fruition. But seven goals, 10 assists, 17 points out of the bottom six in the last three games. 17 points out of these guys last three games, seven goals in total. He had two goals from VC tonight. McKayev scored, Hyman scored, Spezza had three helpers. Like tonight, everything was just firing on all cylinders. It was such a good game to watch if you're a Leafs fan. If you're an Oilers fan, you probably weren't enjoying that one. You probably were feeling pretty similar to the way that Mike Smith felt every time he saw Hyman on the ice. Because, boy, was that ever a storyline that really took over tonight. Like, Hyman is living in Mike Smith's head, and I hate using this term, and I hate them about to use it because I think it gets used so much nowadays. It's such a gross cliche. But living rent-free in, in this guy's head all night long, I swear to you, every time he was out out there, Hyman would go straight to the net, and he knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. And he, you know, a couple of times Mike Smith took some exception to it. You know, a push, a cross-check, you know, punched him in the head the one time when he was down in his crease, ended up getting a penalty out of it. So, you know, Hyman really got into Mike Smith's head and then finished the night off, also scoring a goal on the power play as well and took a little shot after that. That too but that was another storyline that came out of tonight and and you know when it comes to the goaltending uh mike smith did not play well freddie anderson he was good you know he didn't have to be amazing though like i i, I there wasn't many you know big chances a couple of saves that he was able to make but he didn't have to be great because the team didn't give up much uh but it's nice to see that he is healthy and he's he's playing well hopefully you know, we don't wake up in the morning and hear, oh, we tweaked something again or he re-aggravated an injury and he's going to miss some more time. Hopefully he's back uh, back in business here. But let's 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 take a break. Uh, when we come back, I'll go through, uh, go over my three stars of the game. And then a little bit later on, we got another game tonight. 
Night two, uh, it's a back-to-back, but we got a different opponent as we head to Vancouver to take on the Canucks. So uh, we'll get to the three stars, and then we'll tee up the Leafs-Canucks game later on tonight. All right, welcome back to the Locked on Leafs podcast. You want to stop shop for all things Leafs. Mike DiStefano, the host of this program, with you, the Toronto Maple Leafs, with a massive 6-1 win over the Oilers. They take this three-game miniseries, uh, sweep the three-game miniseries, taking all three by a combined score total of 13-1. to 13-1, they Damn near finished out a complete shutout. Uh, Able, you know, Nuge got one goal on Freddie Anderson, and that was the only goal that was scored this entire series by the Edmonton Oilers. I, I, I still cannot believe that that happened. Like you've got McDavid and Drysital, and you were able to keep them all at bay and not allow anything for three games. Unreal, unbelievable, um, fantastic series by the Maple Leafs. And tonight was was a just such a great game and it's so hard to pick the three stars because really I, I thought there were so many guys out here that deserve to be discussed that deserve to be part of the conversation um but here i am anyways gonna go with my three stars of the night uh my third star i'm gonna give it to tj brody you know i talked about it a little bit earlier but honestly limiting the oilers big boys all night long he's got an active stick he's breaking up plays He's, you know, he's he's sliding and, and taking away chances on two on ones. Um, this guy is just, you know, he's just such a smart player. Uh, and I think Austin Matthews, I heard him post game even saying how, you know, it's not even just what he's doing on his end. Like he's he's a smart player too offensively. He always uh, he's got a great first pass to to try and 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 you know in the transition game to try and break out the transition game. He just does all the little things properly, and TJ Brody has been such an amazing uh, defenseman, uh, an addition to this team, and he was great once again tonight. Uh, my second star of the game, all right, I cheated, and I can do it because it's my podcast, and I can come up with the rules, but I'm giving it to the entire bottom six, to be quite honest with you tonight. Uh, Got to do it. Spezza, three helpers. I think I saw he's four points shy of cracking the top 100 in the all-time NHL list. That's wild, man. I don't think people talk about Spezza's career enough as like a top 100 like type of player. That's just wild to me. But tonight, amazing. A couple of those passes, too, uh, were just fantastic. That that first one to VC, um, you know, I, I think that Spezza, the season that he's having at the age that he is, is absolutely incredible an absolute bargain too at seven hundred thousand dollars uh you know he he's he just was fantastic and talking about the rest of the bottom six i don't want to sit here and talk about Spets the whole time vc had two goals tonight this is a player who i legitimately no more than 24 hours ago was saying i don't know maybe vc finds his way out of the lineup maybe i would personally go with barabanov over vc on the fourth line you know when when this team gets healthy well, he shut me up pretty quick. I'm glad that they did not uh, take out BC and put in Barabanov because he got the party started, you know, scoring the first period, got that first goal, uh, that second goal in the, the second period that got that three goals uh, kind of bonanza started. And he played really well tonight. You know, I think this is definitely the best game that we've seen from VC in a long time. Um, I don't know if it's just because the expectations are, are set pretty low, but VC. You know, got to give the the credit where it's due. 
I think he had the best game he's ever had as a Maple Leaf. Uh, he was fantastic. Mikheyev able to get on the score sheet tonight. You know, he's he's kind of like a Hyman light at this point. Unreal speed. You know, a guy who 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 goes right to the net, parks his butt in front of the goalie, um, you know, pounces on rebounds, gets to the dirty areas, grinds in the corners, tries to to feed pucks out in front to whoever's uh, waiting for it. Like Mikheyev is is such a great asset to have for the Maple Leafs, and it seems like this third line of Mikheyev, Hyman, and Pierre Engvall, they, they've got something cooking here. Like, they really do. This is just kind of thrown together over the last few days because, you know, of the injuries that, that we've had to this team. Um, but it's working. Like, this, honestly, this looks like a third line that I think could stick going forward. What that means for Kerfoot, I don't know. I discussed it before. Potentially, he could be used as a trade chip going forward because he does have that cap hit over the next two years at $3.5 million that may be worth getting off the books. You know, there's a couple of contracts that do need to get signed this summer, and it would be a lot easier to do that if he could free up an additional $3.5 million. He's a useful player on this lineup, so he's not just someone you could just cast off, obviously, but uh, it's it's just something to think about. But in general, the, the entire bottom six, and, and I, I really didn't single out Zach Hyman in this kind of ramble about the bottom six of my second star because I wanted to single him out and call him my first star of the night. The guy just does everything for this team. He really does. He had Mike Smith off his game right from puck drop, really right from the end of last game. Um, he was in his kitchen all night long. He was a puck hound. Uh, ultimately end up scoring a goal on the power play in the third there. Took another uh, unnecessary shot from Mike Smith after scoring that goal. Again, uh, an assist as well. And, you know, Hyman's just such a, a useful player for this team. And, you know, when I say there's some contracts that are coming up that the Leafs need to, to make some decisions on, Zach Hyman's one of those guys. You know, he's he's coming in making uh, under $3 million. I think he's making two seven five or $2.5 million. That's going up. That is definitely going up, uh, but he he was t- to me the the first star of the night. He just does everything. The Energizer Bunny strikes again. All right, we'll take one more quick break. When we come back, let me tee up uh, the Leafs Canucks game tonight. So we'll do that. But before we do, let me tell you guys all about Rock Auto. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Leafs podcast. Mike DiStefano still with you, the host of this podcast and just a reminder this is a daily show and you can get it each and every day if you subscribe on wherever you get your podcast from so go ahead you can do that uh, if you'd like and get this content each and every day uh so yet yeah, the Leafs do complete the series sweep on the Edmonton Oilers they get a massive 6-1 win tonight but they really can't sit there and celebrate because they got a game tomorrow night as well so they're off to Vancouver I would imagine they're getting in the in the in the jet and getting over there tonight to be quite honest with you I would be surprised if they did it in the morning uh go from Edmonton to Vancouver you're also gaining an hour so I think that they'll probably end up doing that but uh, besides the point uh but night two of a back-to-back against a rested Canucks team so it's you know this gonna be a little bit of a challenge I think coming into this game I know Vancouver is not playing well they've lost five of six uh going into it and really they've they haven't been playing very well 
uh, all season long. But the thing that, that helps Toronto, the fact that they're going into a back-to-back, I would imagine Anderson's not going to play. I would imagine that Michael Hutchinson, or maybe even Jack Campbell, if he gets the go, uh, the go-ahead, will be between the pipes tomorrow. So you'll, we'll have a fresh goalie, whoever it is. It's so weird, because now I'm just saying, ah, Hutch, Jack Campbell, whoever it is, well, we're good. Imagine saying that a year ago. It's like, yeah, Hutchinson will play. All good. Doesn't matter. No. Now and now, now it doesn't matter. Like, it, it just seems like the way that this team plays, you know, it, you can honestly put almost anyone between the pipes. And at the rate that this team is playing, they're going to have success. That That's so, so... Uh, you know, elated, what's the word I'm looking, like, exciting, I guess, like, for lack of a better, it's just so exciting, it's great, um, but anyways, besides, besides that, I think a good thing that happened tonight, though, that will help the Maple Leafs in tomorrow's game, is the big boys didn't have to play as much tonight, you know, they, they should be rather fresh tomorrow, both Marner and Matthews well below their their season averages, they both played under 19 minutes tonight, and you know, you can only do that though when the bottom six is rolling the way that they were, so I I think that's going to be important tomorrow as well, um, and with that I guess we'll, we'll kind of get into the keys, because I think that is that is part of the keys to the game, I think that we need another full team effort. It's cliche, but like when Sheldon Keefe can send any line or any pairing over the boards and and they know that they're going to go out there and compete and probably win the shift, it makes his team so dangerous. Um, I think that Vancouver has more depth than Edmonton does, so it'll probably be a little bit more of a challenge, I think, for those guys. But I still believe that a full team effort like we've seen over the last couple of nights, like that, that that just goes such a long way with this team. It really, really does. Like they've got twelve guys, twelve forwards, sixty, apparently three goalies also that can go out there and win on any given night the way that they're playing. If they completely buy into this full team effort, I think that that's just needs to be the recipe for success in every game, not just against the Oilers or against the Canucks. If they play this way, if this is their new identity, I think this is this means nothing but great things for the Maple Leafs going forward. So that is uh, that is my first key. My second key. Let me make sure that I have this ready to go. My second key is uh, they need to get pucks pucks on net. And I think that the Canucks goalies have not been great this year, right? They, they just haven't been. Both Holpe and Demko uh, have struggled. Demko technically is coming off of a, a shutout in his last time that he played the other night against the, the Winnipeg Jets, but it was his first shutout of his career. First of all, so I, I don't think that, um, you know, this is a guy who you could say is prone to get a shutout each and every night. It was it was his first one. Granted, he's still a really good goalie. Uh, but I think that if the Leafs just fire everything on net and see what happens, I think they could find success. You know, you know, the throw everything but the kitchen sink. 
Because if these goalies, you know, they live in their head a little bit, you just start throwing pucks on them, generate rebounds, you get bodies in position, you start screening these guys, you know, generate rebounds, pounce on them, grab some garbage goals early in the game, and all of a sudden you're up 2 3 nothing, and you can coast. Again, just the way, just exactly like they did with the Edmonton Oilers for the past few games. You get out to an early lead, 1, 2, 3 nothing, and then you just shut it down, lock it down, and just play. You know, play a simple game. So I think you you just get pucks on net, and hopefully that generates some early offense. And, and third, much like tonight, stay out of the penalty box. You stand a much better chance of winning a game when you're not shorthanded. Don't give the Canucks power play a chance to get rolling. You know, Elias Patterson, Brock Besser, Quinn Hughes, JT Miller, they got some lethal weapons over there. And we saw tonight what the Leafs can do when they remain at 5-on-5. Five five. They're, they're dominant. They, they have the depth to win games at 5-on-5. Five five. They have the depth to compete shift after shift, matchup line for line against any team in this division, certainly against a team like the Canucks as well. So if they can just stay out of the penalty box, hopefully draw some penalties, obviously, but also just play at even strength as much as possible as opposed to playing shorthanded, at least you're going to win this game. Like If they play the way they've been playing, they buy in a full team effort, they just put pucks on net, screen the goalies, get bodies there, uh, crash the net, and you stay out of the penalty box, and, and, and maybe you end up drawing a couple of, of, of your own and you win the special teams battle, easy two points tomorrow night for the Maple Leafs. Easy two points. And I think it's going to happen. You know, like I said, it, it, it's it's always tough going into a, a back-to-back against a fresh team, but the way that they won the game tonight, not having to rely on the big boys, I think is is extremely beneficial for Toronto. Guys like uh, Matthews, who technically has only played one game in the last week, you know, guys like Marner, they only had to play 18 minutes tonight. They're used to playing 22, 23 minutes a night. So they, they're a little, they're, they'll be a little fresh, fresher than normal. So that's going to play into the benefit of, of the Maple Leafs, I believe. And I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win this game by a decent margin. I'm going to call it 5-2 Maple Leafs. And Matthews gets a goal because he's gone, I think, like three games in a row now without a goal. And uh, three games that he's played, obviously, he didn't score those games he didn't play, but he also didn't score the couple of games before that. But, uh, I, you know, Big Tony's got to break out here. You know, this mini slump is bothering me. I'm used to him scoring each and every night, and I haven't seen him light the lamp in, in over a week now. 